I am Grandpa, and I love you. I'm Grandma, and I love you too. Welcome to our podcast, Grandpa and Grandma Bedtime Stories. We share some stories that will make you laugh. We share stories that might make you cry. And we share stories that will give you courage to choose the right. And these bedtime stories will help you to dream sweet dreams. So get on your pajamas and say your prayers. Turn out the light and hear our story tonight. Good evening. Welcome to this episode of Grandma and Grandpa Bedtime Stories. This is Grandpa Edward Jeffrey Hill. I hope you will remember from this episode how important it is to be aware of your surroundings when you are somewhere new. You will remember last time that I was so happy to see Juanita after I had given my seven-minute speech at a special session of the United Nations General Assembly in Geneva, Switzerland. I was so happy to see her after being apart for several days. And you will remember that I wanted to treat her like a queen and take her anywhere she wanted to go. So we decided to go to the Swiss Alps. The Swiss Alps are beautiful mountains in Switzerland that are almost as beautiful as the Enchanted Valley in Washington State, where I met Bigfoot for the first time. We took a train from Geneva to Interlaken. I was aware of my surroundings on the train when I went to get Juanita a 7-Up. I realized that a rotund man with an ugly mustache was sitting two rows behind us and trying to hide from us. I was glad we were getting off the train at Interlaken so we would be rid of this man. As Juanita was finishing up her 7-Up, a voice came on the train's intercom announcing, Noxter Halt, Interlaken! I scrambled to get out my German-English dictionary when the voice on the train's intercom now spoke in English. Next stop, Interlaken. The train slowed down, and we got off the train in the beautiful city of Interlaken. The city was so beautiful, it was situated between two lakes, which is why they called it Interlaken. We were so happy to be there with no sign of the rotund man with the ugly mustache. We wondered what to do and how to get to the Alps. I got out my English-German dictionary and approached a nice-looking college boy and asked, Wir in Trinken, wir in Interlaken. He started laughing and laughing and laughing. Then in perfect English, he asked, Do you know what you just said? You said, How do we drown in Interlaken? He laughed again and again and then asked in English, what do you really want to know? I asked, where can we go to best see the Alps? We have about eight hours. The nice-looking college boy answered, pointing to the left, take that little train to Lauterbrennen, but hurry, it is leaving in ten minutes. So we bought our ticket and quickly got on the train to Lauterbrennen. Lauterbrennen is a beautiful U-shaped valley in the Alps with some of Switzerland's most magnificent views. As we got off the train, Juanita and I were amazed to see all the waterfalls. It reminded me of the Enchanted Valley where I had met Bigfoot for the first time. We asked someone how many waterfalls are in the Lauterbrennen Valley. We found out there are 72 waterfalls there. We could see in the distance a ginormous waterfall and found out it was called Staubach Falls. It was almost 300 meters high, 
plunging over an overhanging rock face. Do you know how high that is? There are about 3.3 feet in a meter. Can you figure it out? You're right. These falls are about 990 feet tall. If you don't believe me, search for Staubach Falls on the internet and you will see that I am right. Juanita wanted to feel the spray from that ginormous waterfall, so we walked along the main road south through the village. It was an easy hike, not even a hike really, just a 10-minute walk, and we were there. The waterfall was so beautiful. I loved being there with Juanita in that beautiful place. We walked right up to the waterfall and could feel the little drops of water that were spraying from where it crashed into the rocks. It was so wonderful. This was one of the best days of my life. But then I opened my eyes and carefully looked through the water, and I could see the form of a man standing behind the falls. I could just barely see him, but he looked very much like the form of that rotund man with the ugly mustache that I had awakened in the hotel and had seen on the train. I told Juanita, this is beautiful. I didn't tell her about the man because I didn't want her to be worried. I told her, let's go back to town and get some souvenirs. She said, okay. I soon forgot about the rotund man with the ugly mustache as Juanita and I walked hand in hand back to the village. We found a little souvenir shop. We wanted to buy some things that reminded us of Switzerland. First, we got a magnet for our refrigerator that had a picture of a beautiful snow-covered mountain. Then we got a cowbell to remind us of all the dairy cows. Then we got some Swiss chocolate, and Juanita loved the Swiss chocolate. Finally, I got a Swiss army knife to take with me when I went backpacking to the chalet. After our shopping, we still had about five hours left and asked the shopkeeper, who also knew English, where we should go next. We were told we should definitely take the cable train up to Murren. I wondered what a cable train was. Well, we soon found out. It is a very steep train that seems to go straight up the mountain. We found that Murren is a village situated above the Lauterbrennen Valley. It was founded in the 1500s and inhabited by just a few dairy farmer families. But because it is so beautiful, a cableway was built in 1891. The cableway is the only way up, unless you walk. There are no cars in this city, no cars at all, because there are no roads that go to it and no way to get cars up there. The cableway was quite scary. I had butterflies in my stomach. But I found an unusual way to teach them to fly in formation. As we were going up in the train, I closed my eyes, and it felt like we were going up in an elevator. And then do you know what I did? You are right. I kissed Juanita, and then the butterflies started flying in formation. I always kiss Juanita in an elevator. The village of Murren nowadays is mostly supported by tourists, though there are still a few dairy farms. These dairy farms, however, are tourist attractions. Because there is only one way to get to Murren, it is not overcrowded, and I like that. I don't really like crowds. Do you? 
Because Murren is so small, we saw the whole village in 20 minutes. It is the starting point of many trails that go through the Swiss Alps. So then we started on a hike. We hiked higher and higher, and it was more and more beautiful. We could see waterfalls and streams all across the mountains. We were just taking in the scenery when all of a sudden we were startled. There in the middle of the trail was something very rotund and ugly. Can you guess what it was? No, it was not the rotund man with the ugly mustache. It was a very rotund and ugly cow. It had a cowbell on its neck, and it was chewing on some grass along the trail. Juanita and I walked around the cow, very careful to not fall off the cliff. We continued hiking, and in a mile, we encountered a real Swiss chalet. I had seen the chalet in Washington in the Enchanted Valley, but this chalet was the real thing, and it was open for business. We found out that it was just the first of many chalets on the trails in Switzerland. It served good meals and had beds. These chalets make it so you can go backpacking without having to carry a heavy backpack. You just need to carry your sleeping bags, a few clothes, and personal items. Your bed and food would be waiting for you in the chalet. I think this would be such a fun place to hike with grandkids. I really want to go back to this place sometime with you. At the chalet, we had some traditional Swiss food. We had a hamburger with Swiss cheese, fries, and a shake. When we were finished with our meal, it was time to hike back down to catch the cable train back to Lauterbrennen, in time to catch the little train to Interlaken, in time to catch the big train from Interlaken to Geneva. We got on the cable train and started descending. I closed my eyes and pretended that I was in an elevator and then started to kiss Juanita. This was the happiest day ever, though we were pretty tired. About halfway down the mountain, I opened my eyes. And there, right in my face, was that rotund man with the ugly mustache. He looked familiar, but I couldn't tell where I knew him from. He said something in German and then spit at me. Yuck! Then he announced in English with a heavy German accent, I am Dado Grande, and my cousin is Pierre Grande. Prepare to die. He continued, You have been so mean to my cousin. He FaceTimes with me every day to tell me he is freezing in Antarctica, and the only thing he can do for fun is swim with the penguins by the icebergs, and that doesn't help him get any warmer. He heard you were in Switzerland giving a speech and told me if I ever saw you to take revenge upon you, so prepare to die. To my horror, Dato Grande took out some cable cutters and started severing the cables on the cable train. Do you know what sever means? It means to cut all the way through. What would happen if he cut the cables all the way through on this cableway? You are right. We would plunge down the mountain and get very hurt or even die. Juanita and I watched him cut through the cables. Then Juanita smiled. I wondered why Juanita was smiling. She took out a whistle that she always carried with her that Bigfoot had given her 
when we were on our honeymoon in Olympic National Park in Washington. I'll tell you that story another time. When Dato Grande heard the whistle, he covered his ears because the sound was so annoying to him. When he did that, he dropped the cable cutters. But the cable only had a few strands left and was sure to break and plummet down the mountain. But in just a few seconds, we heard boom, boom, boom. And there was our friend Bigfoot. The first thing he did was to take hold of the cables, stabilize the train, and then guide it safely to Lauterbrennen. Once we were safely in Lauterbrennen, he picked up Dato Grande by the shoulders, looked him in the eyes, shook him a little bit, and then said firmly, I hope you brought your coat, because you're going someplace really cold. And I hope you like your brother, P.A. Grande, because you will be spending a lot of time with him in Antarctica. Bigfoot put Dato Grande down and said, Now you stay right here. Bigfoot came over to Juanita and me and said, So good to see you again. It looks like you are just as happy as you were on your honeymoon. Don't you worry about Dato Grande. He'll be in the deep freeze for a while. But please, when you go someplace new, maybe be a little more of your surroundings. And so we got back on the trains and returned to Geneva. And that's the end of our Bigfoot story for tonight. There are a couple of things I want you to remember. I want you to know that when you are married, things can get better and better if you work at it. When this story happened, Juanita and I had been married for 24 years, and we had never been happier. Also, please remember to be aware and beware of your surroundings when you're in a new place. Sometimes things can be dangerous. But sweet dreams, chocolate creams, sleep tight, don't let the bugs bite. Love you a lot. We hope you enjoyed tonight's bedtime story. We hope you felt our love for you. And we hope you will have sweet dreams tonight. We love you so much.